Red on Red. This week on the podcast, we're talking with the Angry Mom Collective, a group dedicated to addressing gender inequality in Cork arts and music. Tells me to try 
Duff with Up To You from her new For Your Company EP available now and Megan Murray with Space. This is Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast dropping every Wednesday evening via Cork's Red FM and redextra.ie. We're also available on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify and other podcasting platforms. This week, we're talking with the Angry Mom Collective, a new group dedicated to addressing gender inequality in the Cork arts. And we're joined in studio this episode by Abby Blake. Hello. Shirley Lamb. Hello. And Ellen Franklin. Hello. Angry Mom and Cork Loves Music are coming together next Tuesday at Alchemy on Barrack Street to present a night of music chats and coffee. Entry is free and kickoff is at about 7 o'clock. Different question at each table, maybe sharing some ideas on the issues and such that affect Cork music. So before we get a little bit into the issues that need to be discussed, um, the most important of topics that needs to be kind of addressed before we clear the room and kind of just get it out of the way. Table quizzes, ask fundraisers, the most important possible thing that you could have done. You had a massive one at the round E, attendance was really, really good from what I could see on the pictures. How did it go? What was the what was the the reaction like to it after? It was amazing. We got great reception from people. Like we didn't really expect many people to show up because of the weather, it was a Sunday night, you know. Mm. People tend to be 
not too bothered about coming in for those kinds of things anymore I find anyway but it filled up within five minutes and we yeah. sold out every yeah. single raffle ticket we exactly. had yeah we didn't ex- expect it at all we got 14 teams yeah 14 teams really good. that's more tables than the whole like, building had yeah, like, yeah, yeah people yeah, were yeah, sitting yeah, on the floor and yeah. on the stage and, and that that was also including the barmen who were playing they yeah, paid yeah, to play as well yeah. which was great <laughs> that kind of community spirit and that kind of uptake of the idea um, is really kind of central to how Angry Mom plans to kind of interact with the community. But yeah. that's an ideal seg then to talk about how it all came together. Angry Mom, which you can find on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc., uh, sets out to address gender inequities, not only in Cork music, but in Cork arts in general. Uh, maybe talk to us a little bit about what spurred Angry Mom Collective together in the first place. And, you know, insofar as you can, discuss... I suppose maybe the factors that led to it being a thing in the first place. Um, well, I suppose it was kind of myself gigging around the place with um, the band I'm in, Pretty Happy. And I don't know, I'm, I hate kind of talking about this because it's not like all my experiences were bad in Cork. I love gigging around. Um, it's great crack. It's just sometimes I felt the lads were kind of treated differently than I was, like the two lads in, in the band. And I was kind of wondering why thinking am I going a bit mad first but I always kind of wanted to collectivize in Cork because I I hate I think the Cork music scene is so great but it's so kind of small and I don't I hate competition in it so I thought maybe collectivizing would help Um, but then with making it kind of collective for women and non-binary people and stuff like that it was definitely my own bad experiences with gigs Um, so it's from like getting kicked out of green rooms, like bouncers coming out saying, "Oh no, girlfriends loud, get out!" Or, Ugh. "Oh yeah, ridiculous." Yeah. And Gross. it was little things like that, like kind of st- stupid kind of remarks and stuff that like just went over my head. But then I played a gig about a month before we formed, and I was packing on my gear after playing the gig, and a bouncer comes up to me and he's like, "Yeah, bands only love you have to get out." I was kind of going. Oh yeah, no bother. I'm just collecting my gear. I just played. Um, I'm just gonna grab my guitar and head out. He was like, "No, no, bands only," and started to walk me towards the door. And I was like, "No bother. I leave, but I don't want to leave my guitar and my amp here. I want to get my gear and then I'll go." And then Aaron, um, my brother is in the band as well. I had to run up and be like, "What's the story here?" She's in the band, and um, the bouncer apologized to him and not me, and I was allowed back in with my brother's assistance. Like Jesus, yeah. So that kind of got uh, me angry. Got the mads a bit, like, yeah. <laughs> you get the mads, because that's, like, that's one of those things that obviously, as a dude, you don't understand. You'd like to think that you would understand that you have a decent amount of privilege, etc., because mm-hmm. of the fact that things are that way. But it's when you hear the kind of individual stories, and, like, it still comes as a shock to some dudes when they hear stories like this being told. Yeah. Uh, but it's also the kind of story that Angry Mom needs to tell and is designed to kind of counteract and make better. Bearing that in mind, let's get to the beginning of Angry Mom. Where'd the name come from? Um, I I don't know. I always kind of heard stories growing up um, about my dad's mom, and it was always this, like, my angry mom could get stuff done there, like a force of nature kind of thing. Um, I don't know, Irish mammies, like, they're just a force we reckon with, I think. They really are. Yeah, so, I, yeah, Angry Mom, I was like, we'll go for it. And also... I know that sense of community. We want to be everyone's moms. Like we want to mind everyone. The yeah, Cork music we, scene. We'll you know. Dead mammies. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We want we want to make sure everyone's being taken care of because like like even myself as someone who grew up going to like a lot of like all ages gigs as a teenager and stuff like that experience like you know like you know men being like oh you know you're only going to be a groupie are you and like you know are you really interested in the music and all that kind of stuff and it's, it's like girls can be interested in stuff that boys are interested in as well and yeah we just want people to realize that even though you think at this day and age people would you know obviously there's a whole thing of taking your personal experience into it and actioning it as well Mm -hmm. um how did you kind of settle on not a hierarchy but as in a membership coming together and kind of identifying how these issues were going to be kind of collated and kind of brought to people's attention well i suppose I just got on to Shirley Creeve and Ellen because I knew I knew Ellen from just gigs and stuff since I'm young. And I know um, Shirley and Creeve from gigs, but I saw how well they kind of run music stock and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so I knew they'd have different points of view than I would from, like, I see it from gigging and stuff. They see it from organising and going yeah, to gigs and stuff. Yeah, um, I was a chairperson of music stock last year, and you see, and... Um, it just even working with venues and other people, even just anyone, they they do kind of like, oh, who, but who's in charge kind of thing. And you're kind of like, yeah. I am, I guess. So <laughs> it's just that kind of, it was really nice that Abby asked me as well because, yeah, we were, we were yeah. all three of us, me, Quiva and Shirley, we're all really honoured to be asked yeah. because we, we've all thought about this many times and it's, it's great that Abby finally put it forward to get done push us all to yeah. Yeah. to get involved I think I asked you so I'd be made do it then you know, <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah we all know. had an we excuse all, because we all had the same idea yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's nothing like kind of putting that bottom line of action underneath you in order to kind of get motivated in the first place which kind mm-hmm. of led to your first event a couple of weeks ago at the Pink Moon Cafe yeah. on Washington Street um, where you had a coffee and chat which kind of a world cafe format thing at which you launched your initial survey in terms of how the Angry Mom Collective can be of better service to the arts community for women, trans and MB people, which is available uh, also online from your social media uh, presence, Mm -hmm. Angry Mom Collective. Kind of settling on that as a first idea, whereas a lot of collectives or a lot of initiatives would have started off with a gig or started off with a more social aspect. Kind of what informed that decision and what was the result of it in terms of, you know, the outcome from physical service that you were handed on the day and how that's yeah. focused you in terms of what goes next? Yeah, well, we thought it would be a good idea to take opinions from the public first because, like, it's, it's easy to organise what you think is going to work and what you think you're going to enjoy, whereas, like, s- someone else might enjoy something more chilled out. And um, I think it's really important to provide a safe space for people who might not like, you know, loud gigs or might be a little shy to go to big gigs on their own it's kind of nice to have that safe space where all you're doing is sitting down and chatting to someone face to face and having a cup of tea we just thought it would be yeah. chilled out and nice and simple and way to personal, start off I suppose yeah. Like, personal yeah we, we wanted, wanted it to be very yeah very approachable than, like yeah, yeah exactly instead of us being like you know on top of them with everything we want them to come to us with ideas and we'll hopefully be able to provide mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In terms then of the questions that got asked, obviously, at the outset and putting together infrastructure, uh, there are challenges. Uh, You're dealing with public apathy. You're dealing with perhaps people above you or that are older than you that have seen kind of attempts to organise before kind of fall by the wayside and are dealing with the cynicism of it. I know when 
we were getting Cock Loves Music started and, you know, obviously a couple of different people were really into it and two or three years later now we're kind of relaunching uh, alongside yourselves with some ideas. Uh, we kind of encountered a bit of resistance to some people to go, ah, oh, that'll never work or, you know, you're, you're, you're pissing into the wind. But in terms of settling on that kind of line of questioning for your survey, you kind of had the foresight to kind of ask people how they wanted to be engaged with, which is something that, you know, really doesn't get asked from people that want to just kind of go along event formats that are going to be the easiest for them to organize or not put them in the way of, you know, um, dealing with questions that they're not, that they haven't been prepared to ask before. Like, again, I think a lot about access to venues, which obviously has been addressed now better in more recent times with Cypress Avenue, mm-hmm. or things like, um, you know, gigs as a sensory experience, friends of ours that are neurodivergent or neuroatypical, mm-hmm. um, that experience loud music differently than we do. What was your thought process in putting together a survey in terms of a duty of care for people that, you know, aren't necessarily taken care of? Well, I suppose it was all kind of questions as well. We asked each other and stuff like that, but definitely from just kind of chatting to people in the early stages of Angry Man before we even made the survey. Um, And we didn't even ask them questions, but when we talked about Angry Man, people had kind of points of views of their own Mm. and um, definitely everyone had different experiences so from listening to other people we kind of then knew what questions to ask and stuff like that yeah because it's really important to get as many perspectives as you possibly can because obviously we're kind of more involved in the music as you can as you know and um, but like Quiva then she would be kind of in the poetry and the literature literature side so um, it's just nice to see get opinions from people that to that side of the arts rather than the music side we need that as well because obviously we don't have as much experience on that as well when we come back we'll talk a little bit about the findings of your survey as well as the issues that you seek to address but first we're going to go back to some more tunes earlier on of course we heard from Laura Duff with Up To You and Megan Murray with Space but coming up we have Elaine Malone with You taken from her Land EP released last year and marked with a launch at Electric Picnic one of the absolute forces of nature in the Cork music scene at the moment now. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Very big force of nature is right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think she's brilliant. I think it is. she is kind of an inspiration for other people. Because I, when I see women in the local courts, Cork scene, I'm, I'm delighted, you know, it makes me want to get more people into it. Mm. And hopefully young girls and kind of women my age and stuff see more women in the scene know that they can break onto it too mm-hmm. um, and that it is accessible and we're trying to make it more accessible um, to women not to make it too scary you know yeah, yeah. yeah. but Elaine alone she's she's class like I kind of know she did kind of repeal uh, fundraising and stuff and I just thought as well using for music using music for kind of um, important causes like that is really cool um, so and it's a great song it is Speaking of great songs, we also have Red Sun Alert uh, with Ted Bundy of the West, fronted, of course, by Julia Pavlak, one of the most kind of visible young women in Cork music today. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've, I've gigged with her um, a good few times now, and honestly, they're they're a great band. But like the way she commands the stage is she's just fierce. Yeah, she's brilliant, and like she's a great attitude. I love going to gigs, and um, when we go to gigs, we try and make. You know, we're friendly to everyone and honestly, she's so lovely to gig with. Um, Very, very lovely, no competition. And then she just goes on stage and just brings the house down every time. She's brilliant. So She really is. We're going to hear from Red Sun Alert, but first, this is Elaine Malone with you here on Red on Red. Mm-hmm. 
to Dublin New. Red Sun Alert with Ted Bundy of the West here on Red on Red, still joined in studio by three quarters of the Angry Mom Collective. And before the jump, we were talking a little bit about the circumstances and the institutional inequities that that brought the Angry Mom Collective to life and, 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 and spurred on its action. But having kind of had your initial coffee and chats, having kind of had your initial kind of chats with people in the community and kind of consulted with different people taking the temperature a little bit regarding people's needs what are the issues that have presented themselves in your own experiences and in the experiences of people that you've surveyed and spoken to regarding first of all I suppose the arts in general in Cork I suppose we have been focusing on music and I myself I'm studying uh, film at the moment and I've kind of been talking to women in regards to that they're um, really really have to work twice as hard um, to get as far as, as men and I don't know, that did anger me as well. But in terms of the the surveys, um, it was from everything. It wasn't just yeah, music, was which was surprising. Um, that came and I, I was like, do you know any of us? And she's like, no, I just saw it. I stumbled upon it on Facebook, you know, the Angry Mom Collective. So it was really nice to see that someone outside of, you know, our group, I guess, or just um, our friends and stuff came along and she's a graphic designer and she said, I completely agree. And that from my point of view, you know graphic designers also struggle so it was you know we didn't we didn't really know that before and myself as well I do science in college and um, it's definitely um, there is bias there and there's also in like UCC they started up uh, Y-STEM so it's women in STEM and um, they basically like trying to again um just for the equality between male and female in the science world as well. Yeah, like at the coffee and chats as well, like I wouldn't have thought it because I grew up like say having a cousin who was an artist, but we had we had some artists who came to our coffee and chats as well and they said like it's great it's great to have us here for them to have feel like they have a support system of people who are going to help them get to where they want to be. Like like this girl, another girl that we had, we didn't even know. She just found us on social media and she was saying, like, it'd be great to get the help because she gets, re- like, a hard time trying to get her art displayed and get people to even want to look at it. So, like, it's great that we already have people who feel like they can come to us for support. Yeah, like, yeah. for sure. It was it was genuinely so interesting and, I think, educational for us. I think we knew what we wanted, but I think what we plan to do now is completely changed because of that feedback mm. um, especially in terms of arts and stuff like that but one girl made a really good point of she would be more inclined to go to a gig but run by kind of women like us who are looking out for people in the crowd and stuff like that because 
she's been to gigs and she's afraid to go to gigs on her own and stuff like that mm-hmm. because you know it's usually so male dominated even the crowd um, but that's so interesting because I, I never even kind of thought about that or anything yeah like the, like the gig thing like with girls being afraid to go to gigs like um, this, this band in the UK Dreamwife they're trying to start a thing where they're trying to start an org- organisation for girls to feel comfortable going to gigs and coming to the front and not feeling like they should be afraid of like you know people either not taking them seriously people you know taking the mick out of them and all that kind of stuff and yeah like obviously we're not the first people to do this but like it's great to bring it to Cork because mm-hmm. I don't I don't want anyone to feel like they should be afraid to go to a gig because or like an like exhibition or anything on their own because I know I know how that feels like being someone who grew up, grew up as a teenager wanting to go to gigs and wanting to go to like these exhibitions and table quizzes and not really having anyone to go with and then feeling too afraid to go by myself so yeah ho- hopefully now this has a positive impact on young women you know, obviously we can speak about what uh, Angry Mom can bring to the arts in Cork in general, but as you mentioned, you can't ignore uh, your background in music. And again, the story you told, uh, Abby, at the top of the show, um, it's not the first time I've heard that kind of story happening, etc. What are some of the kind of inequities or issues that you feel that we as a music community in Cork City need to deal with collectively? And how do you kind of see us kind of all coming together as artists, producers, promoters, DJs, etc., and kind of addressing uh, these issues on a community basis? I really think, first of all, what I think is really important is venues push for those Angela-approved venues, like how Cypress Avenue is and stuff like that, because as we were talking about people going to gigs, that's a kind of nice thing to have, as a woman to have in the back of my mind going to an Angela-approved venue, you know, mm-hmm. you have that bit of backup. That's the Ask for Angela um, initiative that is being spearheaded by the Sexual Violence Centre Cork, uh, wherein you can go to the bar at approved venues and if you are in an uncomfortable social situation that you can simply ask for Angela at the bar and a trained bar person will escort you to the exit in a discreet fashion. Mm -hmm. It's such an amazing idea because like, as a teenager I couldn't ever imagine feeling that safe in a bar and having any option like that. And now being in my 20s, still feeling relatively unsafe in certain situations it's good to know that there's people there who will definitely look after you yeah and they they are trained like that is such a brilliant idea initiative and honestly it's more Cork venues should go for that because I definitely would be more inclined to work with an Angela approved venue than Mm -hmm. one that isn't because at the end of the day you have to look after people who are coming to your venues and Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know helping out your business by coming there you have to look after them especially uh, people in vulnerable situations people that are supplying the bottom line for the scene that we all are involved in to different extents Uh, if you are a venue head or promoter that's listening to this you can get in touch uh, with Mary Crilly at the Cork Sexual Violence Centre finding them online Sexual Violence Centre Cork Um, venues aside though because there is that there uh, in terms of booking inequities um, I remember being horrified that day a couple of years ago when, you know, the statistic came out that only 10% of anybody booked for electronic festivals, I think was it in Ireland or across Europe, I can't remember the exact extent of it, uh, were women or trans or um, 
it's a massive thing that obviously has been broken down slowly but surely over the course of the last couple of years the Gash Collective have attacked it in electronic music in Ireland over the past couple of years the likes of Fair Play have done the same in terms of payment and bookings for women in folk and Irish it, obviously like changing minds changing attitudes happens on every level from the very very top to the very very hyper local um, have you kind of encountered any odd attitudes or objections to kind of the goal of the Angry Mom Collective um, and really how like are there ideas in terms of how booking inequity and all of this can be kind of remedied on the independent level um, we haven't gotten many objections from people say, say like maybe, maybe now like you know my parents and stuff they were like oh maybe be careful with how you're wording things because you know people our age might take it in a weird way and stuff generally people our age are taking it very well yeah. yeah, I've well, I kind of only know one person, one or two people that were like, ah, there's there's loads of women in Irish music, kind of thing, and yeah, yeah. there is so many brilliant uh, women in Irish there music. Is. There, there is, there really oh, there is. totally is, yeah, and there always there has been for a while. I suppose yeah. what we're trying to do is also just not the music side, I guess. So yeah. um, we can just kind of show that there is more to this collective than just mm-hmm. the music and everything like that. Yeah. Like we'd like to kind of end the. The like, kind of like stigma around women in like the arts and all that kind of stuff as well because as you said earlier like obviously it's it, it's still like a novelty to some people like female fronted bands and oh for sure yeah. and all that kind of stuff it's still a novelty and we kind of want to like oh my god yeah and we want we, we just want to kick that stigma out the door and say goodbye to her because you know yeah, she's not wanted no. should no. be the, <laughs> it should be the norm now it, yeah no, exactly yeah, it should be the norm it, it should be completely normalised women in music I shouldn't have to sit here and talk about getting more women in music. It should just be this easy thing. And it is something I think we're all passionate about. It, mm-hmm. it makes me truly angry when I see the treatment of women in the arts in general. Um, and I've had such an amazing time in the Cork music scene. Really loved it. I've experienced good and bad, but I, I wouldn't change it. And I'd love for more people to experience the Cork art scene. Um but on a more fair level. Because honestly, if I didn't have kind of Andy and Aaron behind me every step of the way, being just so lovely and having my back, um, I don't think I'd still be around the scene. I think I would have kind of thrown my hands up and been like, I kind of don't want to want this kind of unfair treatment. But um, Mm -hmm. it really is. uh, The lads have my back and that's such a nice feeling that I want to have other people trying to get into the art scene I want to have their back so they feel kind of supported like I do yeah it's it's like it's great that all of like the male friends in our life as well support what we're doing because Guiva actually had someone say to her before like oh like you know come to our first event if you want and it was it was a boy I think and he was like oh like you know I thought that was just for women like I didn't think I was welcome like yeah there was for the quiz there was some guys was like are we allowed to come and we're like of course yeah it's, it's all about supporting the like all of us yeah um, it's not just women only who's yeah. welcome that's a fortuitous seg actually to kind of something to address regarding people that want to help. Uh, but maybe don't know how because it's not in their you know frame of reference to yeah. do so. They've realised this, but they're afraid to come forward because of you know fear of 
you know, they have like a negative connotation of feminism in their heads yeah. regarding like, you know, the caricatures that exist and putting the step wrong and, mm-hmm. and all of this. I suppose for those that want to help, for those that want to kind of address that imbalance in their own lives as listeners, as people that are partaking in the scene, whether it's gig goers or anything else, I suppose, how can people that are looking to change their attitudes and help the cause, the likes of which Angry Mom Collective are taken up, and in doing so, change the language that they address this topic with on a daily basis. How can they help kind of going from zero? What would you say to somebody that's kind of listening and kind of afraid to do so because they've been fed this, that and the other from different sources? Come to our events. Come to yeah. Chat yeah. yeah, just we're going to have more of the, these coffee and chats um, things. Like it's not just a yeah. starter. Including off. Tuesday week at Alchemy. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> we, want, we want to make it a regular thing because it's going to be constantly improving the collective, you know. So yeah, it's going to be every like we're gonna hopefully have coffee and chats every now and again because we know new stuff will come up and people will have new stuff new ideas that yeah. we want to take on as well yeah we don't want anyone to feel like they're not welcome at our events because they're not a woman or because they're not like nb or trans or anything like that obviously men are welcome as well like you know as i said i'm very thankful for all the young men in my life who've helped me get to where i am today like <laughs> because they have the same views as we are I, like I don't want men to look at feminism as a dirty word because it's it's not no. like you know it's it's been warped in the media by like journalists and people who just assume things about it because the like the femme part like it's not just for women it's for everyone it's about equality mm-hmm. not women over men do you know yeah. what i mean yeah i was i was talking to um jack squib with um echo live and he kind of made the point of maybe kind of men who don't have the confidence and are struggling with the music scene as well and he just asked me is our collective open to to them as well and of course is we're never going to turn anyone away um at all we're we're there to help it is just because the issues we are seeing are mainly affecting kind of women and be trans people more than men but of course if anyone at all is having an issue they can come to us they can drop us an email um, the survey is on our Facebook page um, and that's anonymous as well so you know if you are afraid to kind of attach your name to something there is that anonymous kind of survey on our Facebook page so we'll we're kind of easily contactable there we're your moms don't worry about it we'll take care of you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about how the mammies of the Cork music scene are going to proceed. <laughs> but first, we're going to go back to some more tunes. Abby, uh, your band, Pretty Happy, with brand new single, Shut Up, available from today on all streaming services. Woo! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so that's just part of our uh, EP, Ego No Ego. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this song. Andy Killian, the drummer and uh, vocalist, he produced it. Uh, very talented so um, happy out with that and big ups to him because he made the song kind of come to life much more than we could have hoped You also have a cut from solo singer-songwriter Sarah Beth with Make Me Feel Alive Again Yeah um, I suppose I chose this song because I saw her playing the keynote there last year with um, Tower Street Music and um, I just I just thought she was phenomenal and um, yeah We'll hear from Sarah Beth shortly, but first, this is Pretty Happy with the world radio exclusive of Shut Up here on Red on Red.
the newspapers about me. I'm big in the yellow press. I'd like to stay with you, honey, but you tend to compress.
Sarah Beth with Make Me Feel Alive Again here on Red on Red. Still joined in studio by three quarters of the Angry Mom Collective, a newly formed group in Cork City dedicated to addressing gender imbalance and inequities in arts and music. You can find the Angry Mom Collective on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Angry Mom Collective, naturally, where a survey can also be found uh, looking for feedback from members of the Cork music and arts community regarding uh, how their work can can be, can be brought to bear and how things can things can be better all around um, we've talked a lot about problems we've talked a lot about how they can be fixed and we've talked a lot about kind of how the way of things has been disadvantageous um, but let's do what we came here to do and that's celebrate cool women in the Cork music scene over to ye let's hear let's hear about cool people in Cork 
and uh, the cool shit that they're up to. There's so much cool shit going on. There's like yeah. so many amazing artists. Like obviously we have to shout out like Laura Duff. Oh, mm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. her EP I love her. is amazing. Yeah, like, fantastic. She's just so she's so dedicated to the music that she makes, and she's just when you when you listen to her, it's it's so effortless, effortlessly amazing. Mm-hmm. And so passionate about what she does. Yeah. And she's never, like, you just know she's never going to stop doing what she wants. Yeah. yeah. Like, Megan Murray's great as well. They're, yeah. they're just finish, they're finishing their tour this week, actually, up in the Bellow Bar in Dublin. They played a gig together in the Roundy a couple of weeks ago, and that was class. Yeah. Packed so, it. so good. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we have Abby and Pretty Happy. Yeah. yeah. This Friday <sighs> with Bitch Falcon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Where yeah. can that be seen? We're sporting Bitch Falcon in Dali this Friday, yeah. That should be fun. Uh, they're also a really cool band. Um, class, class. Yeah, woman. That's all you can read. Really yeah. Who else? Uh, Red Sun Alert again. Mm. Julia's sick. She's cool. Again, she's um, someone who's just as effortlessly cool. Like she'll she'll act all shy and act all nervous before she's going up, and she'll go up and she owns the stage. Like yeah. she's just like a rock and roll queen. Like she's so cool. We can't forget about the the girl that did our logo as well, Emer Kylie. Oh yeah, yeah. shout oh, out to Emer Kylie. So she cool, designed yeah. our amazing logo. Yeah. She um. She's doing a lot of graphics for House and the likes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. She's done graphics for Ghost King is Dead and who else? Uh, she just does all the house stuff. All the house yeah, stuff, yeah. 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 Does she do their logo as well? Yeah, she did the house yeah, logo. Yeah. It's, it's her and um, Neil do the kind of graphics there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. But there's so much going on, like in theatre and stuff like that. Like um, Aideen Fox, she just won um, in ISDA um, and got Best Director for Disco Pigs. Um, oh, and yeah. also Neve Santry won... Um, best actress and um, stuff like that but like there's so much going on as well actually with the Drammies um, which is the UCC Theatre Awards Mm. um, they're actually changing like the best actress and best actor to just like best performer kind of thing which I think is really cool they're not kind of separating that so there is so much going on there's so many cool people out there um, in in all kind of art forms in Cork and it's just about collectivizing you know a, a sense of community because as I said I hate competition in um, art scenes especially with Cork being so small we should all help each other like you see that in Limerick D-I-Y-L-K that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that was, brilliant like, yeah, very good. yeah historically that's always happened up and down where up and down the country where there's been different collectives and different times and places for genres and specific uh, interests to flourish. We spoke a little bit earlier about venues and Ask for Angela and how things can happen in that respect. You've been operating out of cafes and out of non-traditional venues. Uh, obviously, when building something yourself, uh, you're kind of taking on a little bit of curatorial aspect regarding the infrastructure um, of how we talk about these things, how we address these things and how these things are practically addressed. In using non-traditional spaces like the Pink Moon Cafe, like Alchemy, etc. I suppose we always talk about the venue situation and the lack of venues being an issue in Cork music, but in the specific context of, you know, putting together forums like Coffee and Chats, things like Table Quizzes, etc. What are some of the issues facing yourselves in terms of putting together that infrastructure and building upon that infrastructure, I suppose? I suppose it like with venues yeah we are trying to work with local cork businesses again um and like pink moon they were great and that's a, a woman-run 
business and we were excited um, to work with Grania at Pink Moon and she was honestly great. She gave us a voucher for the table quiz. The table quiz. Yeah. So like all the kind of um, businesses that have backed us by giving us vouchers and stuff, Chambers straight away. Um, mm-hmm. Benny, yeah, Benny McCabe gave us a hundred euro bar tab because he heard about the collective and thought it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. And it's just that support from local businesses. We do want to just predominantly work with local businesses and um, and venues as well. We we don't want to stick to the traditional route of venues because I suppose we want to change it up a bit. And I don't. It, it doesn't have to always be the kind of somewhere big. You know, yeah, yeah, and we kind of wanted a relaxed vibe. We didn't kind of want to be standing with a microphone. Here's what we want to do. We want to get to know people in the art scene, um, maybe areas that we're not educated on ourselves, um, and just you know, people tell us their ideas. We have our email address there. Anyone can email us and say, "Look, that's angrybombcollective at gmail dot com." Yeah, so anyone can email us and be like, "We want to put on this event," or. Or this could be a good idea and we'll help as much as we can so mm-hmm. yeah we'll try our best to accommodate them definitely because like yeah we've been talking about like music and art and poetry and literature and stuff like that but there's actually um the drag scene in Cork is really predominant at the moment as well uh, my good friend Emma O'Malan she's running the Cork Burlesque and Drag Forum on Facebook check them out as well because they've got loads of good stuff coming up I helped them run a fundraiser recently and there's lots of like non-binary artists and female drag queens and stuff kind of coming up in there as well. Yeah. And I think it's really important to help those people as well because I, I think it's a beautiful form of entertainment. I just think it's great. There's nothing more fun than a dragon burlesque show, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so active now. This has been something that we've been looking to kind of address in terms of the, the traditional platforms of media that address the arts specifically over the last year or so because there's been an explosion of drag um, bookings, obviously. Mm. Uh, Machia among others kind of really leading the charge the Cork Burlesque Festival happening recently also yeah. um, this is one of those things where it kind of falls into the remit between music, theatre, performance art all of this and um, it's one of those things where continual engagement etc will build the profile and build kind of friendships within the community um, case in point I do the Cork Gig Guide for nylor9.com um, <laughs> and we've always included Machia in the gig got gig guide listings as much as we can because of the involvement of DJs and because of the involvement of you know people that have been mucking into the Cork music scene before and have found this way to mm-hmm. explore another side of their self-expression and creativity as well so an amazing shout in terms of bringing everything under one banner in terms of the arts and music really yeah yeah, yeah definitely everyone, everyone who does Machia is so talented like I'm baffled every time I go to those shows it's phenomenal mm. it's so much fun as well they're, yeah. they're brilliant Really, really, really well um, run and just so entertaining. Yeah. And just such a nice crowd, you know what I mean? It's such an open, kind of lovely crowd. You know, like you're saying, people afraid to go to gigs on your own and stuff. Those shows are just brilliant. There is such a kind of, I feel a sense of community there anyway. Definitely, 100%, because like, you feel like at these shows, it's okay to be different. I mean... There's a man in a dress up on stage, like you can, you can go and act whatever <laughs> yeah, way yeah. you want, and dress every, whatever way you want. Yeah, it? and everyone's going to respect you, and that's how we want people to feel at our future events. We want people to come and feel like they can look like and act like any way they want, as long as they're respecting other people, of course. <laughs> yeah, because you know we're a weird old mix, like yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to judge anyone. Yeah, um, we're so here. Yeah. To make, we're here to make people feel safe and have Welcome. fun. 
Speaking of the future, um, some big ideas being discussed before we uh, hit roll on the tape. Yeah. Um, yes. Naturally, it's a big task that you're taking on. You know, yeah. infrastructure will change to how a community uh, operates itself. And not just like industry, but as in the self-directed efforts of DIY arts and such in an entire city centre area. Um, maybe talk to us a little bit about the ideas that have come from your discussions, your findings from surveys, your individual encounters with friends, family, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one big one was having a one day, maybe a weekend, Mom Fest. Mom we, Fest. We haven't exactly yeah. decided uh, the name of it, but that's the suggestion. Yeah. Um, so it's just going to be where we help local artists to maybe display their art. So it could be working with um, galleries and venues um, by um, promoting um, things like from um, artists to music to poets. poets and everything like Theater that. Theatre as well, for sure. Theatre, yeah. Such cool scene there. Yeah, maybe like a quarter block party style. Mini thing. one. Yeah, <laughs> like a kind of arts trail, really. Yeah. That's yeah. what we're kind of looking at. Um, maybe kind of a section for theatre, maybe 10 short plays. We'll have open submissions for directors, stuff like that. Definitely film screening. Um, I know a lot of talented girls that could help out um, with that in my course. Um, two um, lovely women in my uh, course, so they're on board to help out with film screening. Um, my lectures as well, said so of course they yeah. help out. Then gigs, and then um, I suppose art showings in. Yeah. From talking to graphic designers as well, this is just something I'd love, even maybe separate from Manfest, but I'd kind of graphics behind a band when they play on stage I'd love to have open submissions for that Mm -hmm. so the visuals are created by kind of local artists and just try and get everyone involved Um, but hopefully an arts trail but before that in the near future it's just going to be more fundraising yeah Um, definitely all fundraising fundraise for those events to happen really yeah so we can put up put on something that's professional and kind of well run and we have the funds to do it Um, Mm -hmm. Not something just thrown together for the sake of it, you know. We want to do it well. On the topic of events upcoming, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what's in the immediate future for the Angry Bomb Collective. But first, we're going to go back to some more tunes. Going up next, we have um, Bally Hayes' favourite daughter, Kelly Doherty, a.k.a. Gadget in the Cloud, with And I Told You Something True. Ah, she's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. um, Lovely, chill songs. Definitely Um, different to the norm anyway. Yeah. The you know normal gigs and singer songwriters and stuff like that. Yeah, got a uh, variety and yeah, she's she's class. Um, really really cool for what she kind of does her cork music and um, just women in general in that music scene. Um, a lot of respect. No, she's incredible and she has been from the beginning. She knew her strengths. She knew what came with her role, etc., and what needed to change. And she set about doing so. In a matter of doing so and then just for good measure decided to throw out an EP and then just became like <laughs> yeah. put herself at the forefront of ambient music as well so a real force of nature you also have the Altered Hours uh, one of the hardy perennials of Cork Rock and Roll yeah. with Sweet Jelly Roll I just love their music yeah, yeah they're yeah. brilliant they're yeah that's all you can say really yeah, yeah. really yeah, really like enjoy this song to put in there yeah <laughs> yeah definitely I think we've run out of pos- we finally run out of positive descriptors for the Altered Hours on this podcast <laughs> We'll hear from the Altered Hours momentarily, but first, this is Gadget in the Cloud with And I Told You Something True here on Red on Red.
The Altered Hours with Sweet Jelly Roll here on Red on Red, still joined in studio by three quarters of the Angry Mom Collective. But before we wrap it up for this week's episode of the show, plenty going on as we've discussed, including Tuesday week in association with Corkless Music over at Alchemy on Barrack Street, coffee and chats. A little bit of a difference to the first one that you've done in that different tables will discuss different issues, yeah. maybe change around every 15 minutes or so. So talking about the wider scale of things in terms of what the two projects set out to do and how different collectives in Cork City can complement each other on a wider scale. Um, what are your thoughts heading into that and kind of how do you see the Coffee and Chats format changing for your own self-promoted events? Well, I suppose this was a, a nice uh, way to look at it, the fact that you're changing tables and stuff like that. Because at our original event, we just kind of walked around and chatted and it did it did kind of get a little bit messy. Yeah, um, it was it was extremely casual. Yeah, yeah. it was it's nice though. I know, uh, yeah. it was lovely. But, um, it was a nice way to ease, ease us in. It's a bit, yeah. It'll be a bit more structured now on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah which is good. We're doing stuff with Corglo's music as well. It's not just ourselves, so yeah. it just makes more sense as well. Mm-hmm. Nice little collaboration. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts also on Pretty Happy supporting Bitch Falcon, which is the big one of the biggest gigs that you've had to date, actually. This yeah, Friday. yeah, it would have been. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. I'm excited. Dali's a lovely venue to play, and I honestly love Bitch Falcon, so... I'm just happy I get to see them for free and, um, <laughs> you know, share a stage. That's that's quite fun. And um, I haven't played with the lads for a while now, so it'll be a nice little night out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. It's Dali this Friday. And that, of course, comes off the back of the launch on all good streaming services and some of the bad ones of the band's <laughs> new EP. Maybe bring us into the creative process of putting together your debut record as a trio and kind of how it's all come together. Well, I suppose we we are just like they're they're my well besides Aaron being my brother they are my best friends you know we're always hanging around with each other just jamming out tunes and it's quite fun and we've had um, Mr Krabs was one of one of our first songs it was just released a few weeks ago as a single you know promoting the EP Ego No Ego um, and then we've shut up that's kind of around since I met you that was one of the first times we played it actually that Townlands Battle of the Bands mm. um, and then uh, Delay is quite a new song but honestly it, it was just fun recording them you know we've had the songs we, we have them structured but it's honestly Andy is just unbelievable like at producing so he just kind of like with our permission he was like can I just go for it can I go kind of make it weird we are like yeah of course but we're, I'm really happy with it because I think it shows us more than maybe the previous singles did. I yeah. don't think they are very reflective of our, of our kind of stage shows and stuff like that. So this definitely has a bit more of our personality and um, Andy did an unbelievable job and um, I'm just excited to have something that sounds like us out there. So, Ellen, have you anything to give us a shout on? Um I'm I'm main, I'm mainly just working on stuff with, with uh, the Angry Mom Collective. I just got a new job in the English market. I'm really happy about that. But you know, I'm just where making can su- we find you in person? <laughs> Maki sushi rolls. Hey. <laughs> Anyone wants any sushi or poke bowls? Can I'm at Miyazaki. <laughs> we're against each other now. <laughs> yeah, we make Japanese food. We're yeah. we're rivals, but we're also friends. Exactly. That's <laughs> the, the Angry Mom Collective. Are we going to infiltrate the food? Scene? It's oh, not no. about competition.
it's about existing in the same space and pushing each exactly. other to be better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's a lovely note on which to leave the Red on Red podcast for the week. That's all for this week's episode of the Red on Red podcast, Cork's new music podcast from Red FM and RedExtra.ie. Thank you very much to the Angry Mom Collective for joining us in studio this episode. Thank Thanks, you. Mike. And thank you very much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe and leave a review on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, as well as other podcasting platforms. Please share this on your social media and make sure to check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig. And if you'd like more Irish tunes, please be sure to listen into Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM 104 to 106. You're leaving us with a recent single of singer-songwriter Sarah Ryan's with Glitter Skies. Yeah, that's class tune as well. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I saw her play in the Tower Street thing in the Kino, and yeah, again, fantastic. Class, we're going to hear from her now. This is Sarah Ryan with Glitter Skies. This has been Red on Red, and we'll talk to you next week.
Red on Red. Um, sorry, no. Excuse me. <laughs> we do a blooper reel at the end of it sometimes, and that's this week's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Three, two, 